Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to A Little Wiser. This is Erica Gerard. I'm the producer of All the Wiser. And I'm here with our host, Kimmy Culp. So Kimmy, give us a little background on how this episode came to be. Well, um, ACAS, the network we're with, Liz Lopez, who we love. Love you, Liz. Love you. Um, inspired us. And she was inspired by a New York Times Daily piece, which is amazing. And we will link to about um, a little girl who lost her grandfather. And it was so well done. So we listened to that. And I was really curious about sort of um, a range of different perspectives in different cities and ages. And we came up with the idea of reaching out to kids our ranges six to 13. And so they all they all jumped on the phone and we just, you know, asked them questions, the same set of questions about their experiences. Um, and Erica put it together in this piece we're about to share with you. And we decided because these kids were so cool and generous with their quarantine time, that we gave them each $50 to pick a COVID charity, which was super cute because they researched it and they thought about where they wanted to give. So that was really you know, fun for us to hear. That's sweet. I didn't know that you did that. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And um, I am excited to have this conversation because it was insightful, and I, I don't know. I just love talking to these kids and hearing from their perspective. And it also was such a reminder to me, like, how pure they are at heart and unfiltered, um, you know, because we all pause before we say something out of fear of judgment. Um, and so they were – I just loved them. Did What did you think? They were adorable. I – you know, I'm not around kids really hardly at all. So I feel completely out of touch with the mind of a child and what they're thinking about and what they're feeling. And um, so it was a real education for me. I forgot also just how important your friends are, man. Like when you're a kid, seeing your friends is everything. Yeah, yeah. And that they are so honed in on what matters most in life. I have to say it was it was really sweet to hear how much these children were enjoying their family right now. And their downtime. And I, this was a wake up call to our family. I think, um, and I'm always so conscientious about saying, you know, the silver linings and that we're more connected and because so many people are suffering. Um, so I I say that with full awareness and awakeness about that, that we're lucky and blessed to be together as a family and healthy. But I do think as a journalist, you know, grandma has been always laughs because he's like, you research everything. So like a parenting thing comes up and I'm like, well, I looked into it and the study says, and I, you know, go listen to somebody <laughs> speak on the impact of technology. But I like to be informed. And I kept hearing 
over and over about overscheduling and the impact on kids that everybody has to be an elite athlete and I don't speak Mandarin and play the violin. I don't, you know, <laughs> the list goes on <laughs> and homework. And I kind of thought, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to subscribe to that because my gut instinct says, um, you know, we should, we should dial it back. And I thought that I was doing that. And in fact, I was not. And every kid I spoke with, when we asked about what they were grateful was about the slowing down and the more time and learning to bake. And I realized in my own kids how overscheduled and exhausted they were. And now there's something to be said for all of us feel right now what it means to slow down. And I think the kids, it's like this collective cry of like, the world was too fast and you were making our worlds too fast. What do you think that the virus has taught you about boredom? Well, the research is that our kids are no longer bored and we don't allow them to be. We fill up every minute. What comes with boredom is creativity. And I think we all remember as kids, you know, building forts or, you know, biking around for hours and all of that freedom and free reign of creativity and time that I think gets lost as you get older. And I have seen... We did a robot challenge, which I'm like the least crafty mom on the planet. But we did a robot challenge where I just threw all the recycling in the robot closet. And then I was just like, all right, today, no technology. Wait, I'm sorry. Could you back up for a second to to robot closet? <laughs> the robot closet, I was inspired by my friend Casey. Hey, Casey, um, who is crafty and amazing. Um, that her kids were building stuff out of recycling. And so we have this closet with kind of just nothing in there, but, and I just kept putting every, like, I don't know, like everything, every recycling, every whatever, uh, pop top I found and then duct tape and all these things. I just threw them in there and then they took everything out and built robots and it was insane. I may have to, no one wants to see the picture of my kids' robots, but (laughs) I want to see it. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll consider sharing it on Instagram with two likes. <laughs> um, so we'll see how long I'm crafty and, you know, but but I've learned um, I've learned some things about being a parent and slowing down and allowing your kids more space to slow down. And I hope that sticks with me. Um, can we talk about cults a little bit? Oh, yeah. Just dive right in from small children to cults. Do you like, I'm like, yeah, children, right. But can we talk about cults? Yeah. Enough about your kids, Kimmy. Um, I, I just have been blown away by the response to our last episode featuring Dawn Smith, who escaped from the cult that she was born into. Yeah. And I remember you telling me like subjects that people are really fascinated about. And one of those subjects was shark attacks and the other was cults. Yes. Yes. Uh, Why are people so fascinated by cults? I mean, it's almost like fiction, but it's real. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to to, uh, do a deeper dive or some research research on, (laughs) on, on, on why, but I just know in my career 
as, you know, journalism and producer and nonfiction that any time there would be a cult story in the news or one that, um, you know, somebody came forward, it was like immediately they knew that there, you know, was an interested audience and people would just overwhelmingly respond to it. So there's something in the subconscious um, that makes people very drawn to cult stories. Well, I want to personally thank uh, those of you who reached out on Instagram. And specifically, I want to thank two people who shared their stories. One is Jeremy Flynn, survivor of one particular cult. And he mentioned that you can usually find the thread if you if you look at, at a variety of cults. But it does seem like in both cases, and the other person I want to thank for reaching out is uh, Venny Coxis, who is also um, a survivor of abuse in a, a cult. And I mean, bo- both of them expressed that it's just not talked about enough. It's also amazing that there were two listeners who were survived cults. I mean, I wouldn't you know, you think it's so rare. And thank you to Don Smith, who I don't think I've ever held my breath more sending an email about this podcast, because she doesn't talk or give interviews very frequently. And it's really hard subject matter and uh, waiting for her response to listen. And she, oh, just the most beautiful email. And it was you know, healing and empowering and she's sharing widely. So that was, I'm just, I'm just really grateful for her for, for trusting us. So touching. Yeah, it was, I'm so glad you shared that because I know she was really nervous about this interview and, um, you know, we really want to nail a person's life story. And, um, there's just, thank you to Dawn for trusting us to tell your story. All right. All right. So we will let you hear the voices of these amazing, honest, insightful kiddos. What kids think about the coronavirus. Please tell me your name, age, and the city you live in. I'm Finley Bell, and I'm 13, and I live in San Francisco, California. Hi, I'm Riversville Grayson. I'm eight year old, years old, and I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. Hi, I'm Landry Robichaud-Nackery. I am nine, and I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. Landry and I, I are like brothers because we always hang out together, and we won't ever not be friends. Hi, my name is Lila, and I live in California, and I'm seven years old. How would you describe coronavirus to an alien? The coronavirus is a disease that can hurt your breathing. Um, coronavirus is a widespread um, sickness disease that is really contagious and deadly. I'd describe it that it's like scary, sad, and happy. Because sometimes I feel happy seeing my family. What words would you say you have been feeling since the coronavirus started? Um, that's a hard question. Just 
like kind of sad because their grandma and grandpa, how they always used to visit them, they can't visit them anymore. Scared. Just <laughs> bored, worried. Not a lot of good things. Excited, happy, and nervous. What are you nervous about? I'm like nervous. Like, when if we don't go back to school or when if someone who I love gets it. How is your life different than before COVID? It was different because my, my dad, who has ALS, I used to be able to touch him way more than I do now. And I used to sleep with him a lot because he's lonely sometimes because... He has ALS, and he also loves me sleeping with him. And I, I love sleeping with him, too. And now I don't, I don't get to do that as much, so it's hard for both of us. Now I'm always with my family all the time, and I can't leave the house. I was seeing people, hugging them, playing with them, having playdates, sleepovers, parties and stuff like that. Has your family changed? My mom is working more. I feel like I've gotten a lot closer with my family. We don't get to hang out a lot with my cousins and it's not that fun without them because they're my favorite. My brothers are not holding up. <laughs> well, we're just getting a little more happy seeing each other like almost every second what are some of the things that you do to fill up your time all your new time listen to someone who he's like a survivalist and to learn something new every day i do a lot of painting and sometimes baking just to kind of take my mind away from everything i usually Jump on the trampoline. Go on bike rides. What are the things you miss most about your old life before this all happened? Seeing friends. Seeing all my friends. Seeing all my friends. I miss being able to see my friends. And I miss um, just being able to go outside and do stuff that I really like. I really took for granted. Um, things like going to lunch. I never thought I'd say this, but I miss going to school. What are your greatest fears or the things that you're most afraid of right now? My dad getting it and also Landry's dad getting it because he has some type of disease too. I'm afraid that things won't ever get go back to normal. I'm afraid of um, how long this is going to last. Like if someone who I really love gets it and has to go to the hospital for it or something like that. Are there things that you like about the quarantine and, and so much time staying at home? Well, just seeing my family and being around my family to play with them and keep me lots of company. Yes, because I am at my house more. It's less in the car. I do like having time to do what I want to do 
like having time on my hands to um, to paint more and I didn't really have a lot of free time before. What are you most grateful for? I'm grateful that I have more time to spend with my family. My family, my friends, that's it. My room, my dog, and my neighborhood. I'm grateful for the fact that we have food on our table. Do you have a wish or a hope for the world right now? Is that all the coronavirus will stop? That lots of people stay safe that are sick or that are, have a disease. I wish that we would all work together to do our best um, to social distance and to do everything we can so this pandemic can end maybe sooner than it would if we weren't doing that. I hope that the earth heals and that everybody's going to be safe and not that many people are going to get hurt. Well, those are beautiful wishes, you guys. Did your mom talk to you about a charity? Because we're going to, for you making the time to do this, we're going to help support a charity today. Yep. Okay. So what charity are you supporting today? And can you tell us what they do? It is for preservation. Preservation Hall Foundation to help local musicians. I'm supporting the Coronavirus uh, Relief Fund. They help feed families and they help um, get medical workers to places that they would be that they're needed. The New Orleans Business Alliance. I forgot the last. The New Orleans Business Alliance? Yes, the New Orleans Business Alliance. And they help people who are looking for jobs. No kid hungry. They help get food to kids who need it and who don't have food with schools being closed with coronavirus. They are at risk of going hungry. Awesome. So I don't know... I I kind of always like to end with something light, but no pressure if you don't have it. But do you have a favorite joke or even a little funny story to share? What's the mummy's favorite kind of music? What? Rap. (laughs) I have a farmer joke. Um, But, oh, wait, it's too corny. No, do it. It's too corny. (laughs) That's the joke. Um, Finley, since we have you, I think this is a perfect opportunity to promote your business. Can you tell everyone real quickly about your shoe business? Um, my business is called Finley Arts. Basically, just I, I paint um, shoes for people and they can customize uh, whatever they want on the shoes. So right now I'm actually working on a pair of Converse um, high tops that is like an it's like an under the sea scene sort of so it's really fun and i donate uh five percent of all the profits to saint jude's children's hospital and um where can people check it out on instagram my account's just called family arts the business is awesome and your charitable give back is is great finley so we will link to 
Finley Arts in our show notes and in our newsletter. And thank you for being on a little wiser today and take care of yourself, honey. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for letting us do it. Thank you for inviting us. Thanks. Bye. Thank you to Finley, Rivers, Landry, and little Lila. Kimmy, tell them about our newsletter. Our newsletter. Yes. We have relaunched our newsletter every time there is a new episode of All the Wiser. And we have a lot in there. It's, you know, a note for me, kind of the perspective on the interviews or what's going on in the world. And then we're also bringing you new content that we're discovering, whether it's a podcast or a playlist or a nugget of wisdom. So it's, or some good news stories or, as well. Yeah. So we want to not only create content, but we want to help bring you more inspiring content and, you know, turn you on to more, more things that we think will move you in a positive, uplifting way. So um, how do you, sub- you go to the allthewisepodcast.com. Really? Really, Kimmy? <laughs> you go to the website, allthewisepodcast.com, and you click on subscribe. And if you scroll to the bottom, there's subscribe to newsletters. You can subscribe to both the podcast and newsletter there. And clearly you should do both. And if you're able to subscribe on the first try, then you'd be doing better than the actual host of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Uh, Again, thank you to everyone who's reached out this week. We always love hearing from you and we'll see you next time. All right. Everyone take care and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All the Wiser is produced by Erica Gerard at Podkit Productions. And our associate producer is Kessie Hollister. There's a button that said subscribe. Sorry, that's my lisp from my medication. (laughs) (laughs) Clip clip reel. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.